Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Yeah, we're hitting that backup button once again, and we're going back in time all the way to the season of 1931 in the professional ranks, the NFL season of 1931. We're going to talk about the history and the events that happened in 1931 with some exciting finishes at the end. It's all coming up in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your place for all things great in sports history and your portal to positive football history. And we are just so glad that you joined us for another Football History Rewind. It's been a few weeks since we've had one of these, and we are still going year by year through football, both professionally and collegiately, all the major rules, revisions, and events that happen through all those seasons. And this part number 69 of Football History Rewind is dedicated to the 1931 professional football season. And that pretty much belonged to the National Football League uh, because it just had one league that year because of the Great Depression sort of suppressing any newcomers to start a, a big financial risk of a football season. As a matter of fact, the NFL uh, was struggling a little bit from the Great Depression themselves, and we'll get to more of that in just a moment. Uh, but before we do, let's make sure you, are, sure you are aware of our daily newsletter where we have all of our football history that we are covering for the day, including the podcasts and posts that we have on Pigskin Dispatch. Also included is all the sports history we have. We have you know items from Jersey Dispatch and the Sports Jersey Dispatch podcast, which we belong to, as well as audio from our audio drama Orville Mulligan Sports Writer and many items from the sportshistorynetwork.com and our great friends there. So uh, make sure you do it. It's very easy to sign up for. Just two simple questions, totally free. You go to the show notes of this very podcast or the top of Pigskin Dispatch or jerseydispatch.com and uh, sign up for an email subscription. Uh, so let's get into that 1931 season. It was the 12th season of the NFL, but the league was in a little bit of a free fall as we sort of alluded to earlier. The financial woes of the country due to this massive depression, the Great Depression, had you know many people out of work and you know looking for work and starving and scraping everything they could just to feed their family, certainly did not have enough money to pay tickets to go to watch a football game, a professional football game at that. Uh, you know, the league was only in you know, a dozen years, and it really wasn't looking real strong. 
So with this, a few teams and franchises had to drop from the National Football League, including the Newark Tornadoes and the Minneapolis Marines. Another franchise started the season kind of successful just a few years earlier, the Frankfurt Yellow Jackets. But just after a dismal start, a one and six record, only you know seven games into the season, just over halfway, they ended up folding because of financial reasons. Couldn't get you know enough gate receipts to to pay the players and pay the bills, and had to drop out there. And it limited the NFL to a mere six. I'm sorry, mere nine franchises by the season's end. And uh, but there were a few bright spots. Before the season started, they did gain another French franchise to replace the two that dropped out early. This was the Cleveland Indians. Uh, They earned a franchise and joined as an expansion team just before the season started. And uh, we have a whole rundown of all the teams in the league uh, besides the Indians, Frankfurt Yellow Jackets starting the season. Uh, We had the Brooklyn Dodgers, the Providence Steamroller, the New York Giants, Chicago Cardinals, Staten Island Stapletons, the Green Bay Packers, Chicago Bears, and the Portsmouth Spartans. And uh, we're going to get a little bit more into a couple of those uh, franchises as we go along here. You know, the Portsmouth Spartans in particular, they sort of started off really hot. This is only their second season in the league. Remember, they joined in 1930, had sort of an up-and-down year, a little bit of changing in the coaching, uh, you know, personnel and philosophy, and, you know, Dutch Clark coming in, and uh, they ended up winning their first seven games of that 1931 campaign, allowing their opponents only 16 measly points in those seven games. That's a great formula for victory there. That was until the New York Giants uh, came into town and knocked them from the ranks of the unbeaten. But another team with a fast start was the two-time defending champion, Green Bay Packers. Well, it ended up, the season culminated with the first place Green Bay Packers. They ended up losing to the Chicago Bears a week after the Portsmouth 11 escaped the Windy City with a win. So this left the Packers had a record of 12 and 2, and they were scheduled to play the Portsmouth Spartans, who were 10 and 3, in the city of Portsmouth, Ohio. But the Green Bay Packers brass, seeing the writing on the wall, you know, should the Packers lose, they would have a 13 and 3 record, and the Spartans winning would be 11 and 3 record. They'd be a virtual tie and co-champions. Uh, it was a very good possibility what could be ruled at the league meetings. Uh, remember, they did not have a championship game at this time or playoffs or any kind of postseason that would determine. It was totally by the records of how the teams finished in league play. So they didn't want, the Packers wanted to take home this victory and uh, you know, not even play this game and just be the league champion, have the best record if they didn't play at all. Well, so they told the Spartans, hey, we're not playing this game. It uh, wasn't really on the official schedule. Well, the Portsmouth Spartans, they protested the game, even taking it as far as Joe Carr, the commissioner of the league. And their protest was based on that the game was listed on the official NFL schedule. So, you know, that's pretty good standing there that it should be played. Well, Commissioner Joe Carr ended up siding with the Green Bay Packers for 
reasons that are unbeknownst to me. Uh, I'm not sure of the whole circumstances, but it sounds a little bit fishy. Uh, thus, the Packers were crowned the champions at the next league meeting, and the Spartans were forced to accept the salty second-place finish. Uh, and we would see that they would uh, have another season the following year that would also be a little bit disappointing the way it was of being so close to a championship. So the final standings ended up being Green Bay Packers were 12-2, and Portsmouth Spartans were 11-3, and uh, Chicago Bears were 8-5 and five in third place. Chicago Cardinals were 5-4. and four. The New York Giants uh, held up right behind them. 7-6-1 was their record. Providence Steamroller was 4-4-3. Four, four, Staten Island was 4-6-1. Cleveland Indians went 2-8. The Brooklyn Dodgers 2-12. And, and those Franklin Yellow, Frankfurt Yellow Jackets 1-6-1. Uh, you know, just uh, mere... Uh, percentage points between the Packers and the Spartans. The Spartans uh, only allowed 77 points for the whole season. They were the best defensive team all year long. Packers were close with 87 points allowed. But the Packers scored the most points, 291. And the next closest team scoring any points was Portsmouth with 175. So Green Bay scored 120 more points than anybody else in the whole National Football League. Really showing some some dominance there, and uh, I guess uh, deservedly so. They won their third NFL championship title in a row. Uh, Packers under Curly Lambeau were truly on a, a great track and trajectory and streak of uh, winning that National Football League. And that's pretty much our, our history of the 1931 NFL his, uh, League history. Um, actually, some rules came in uh, in the offseason after 1931 that ended up preventing this from ever happening again of a team backing out of a game finally because there's such a protest by the Spartans didn't really help them for 1931 but it did help prevent that from coming up in further years and uh, some rules were put in place so it could not happen game was scheduled you were going to play it or you were going to forfeit and uh, that's the end of that so but uh, Green Bay got the best of that decision in that season of 1931 so uh, it'd be interesting to see what would have happened had they have played that game. And I'm sure many people throughout history can say that and uh, would really like to have seen that game be, been played. And just to, to let you know, the two teams uh, t- did not meet during the regular season. Um, it uh, would have been something to have them finish that season off with uh, you know, such a close thing, but they never played any other point in that season, and Green Bay had lost their last game. Portsmouth had won their game against the, the Bears, and that's who the Packers lost to. So, very interesting indeed, but uh, that's our football history, and that is Football History Rewind Part Number 69, the 1931 NFL season at a glance. Thank you so much for joining us uh, again for this great football history. Uh, we will be back with some more great history and football history rewinds in the coming weeks, and as we're going to go through year by year of football history and uh, plenty of other episodes as well on Pigskin D- Dispatch podcast uh, with some great history Uh, from all aspects and uh, different venues of the game. So until next time, everybody, have a great gridiron day. We're taking a peek over at the chains and the down marker. It's fourth and long. We're going to have to punt the ball and get on out of here, but we'll have another series tomorrow for your football history headlines, so be sure to tune in.
we invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleat Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. Pigskindispatch.com is a proud affiliate of the Sports History Network, the headquarters of Sports Yesteryear. Hey there, football fans. This is Ross, the host of the Pigskin Tales podcast. I just need a few moments of your time to talk about the host of the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, Darren Hayes. He's expanded the pig pen to search out information on the history of all team sports. It's a quest to find out about the competitors, teams, and places chronicled throughout athletic history through the uniforms and gear the participants used and wore. And he is taking you, the listener, with him on this educational journey to preserve sports history on the Sports Jersey Dispatch, found here on the Sports History Network. His newest podcast, called Jersey Dispatch, is all based on the jerseys that all the greats used to wear. You can find Darren Hayes and the Pigskin Dispatch podcast as well as Jersey Dispatch on your favorite podcast provider multiple times each week. So remember that, Darren Hayes, the host of the Pigskin Dispatch and Jersey Dispatch podcasts. It's found right here on the Sports History Network.